Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, after the weekend, there is a lot happening. Uh, well, let's start with Israel Hamas, the war, and what's yeah. going on here in the United States. Well, it's crazy. Uh, you actually have a high profile member of the Democrat Party accusing the Democrat president of supporting genocide. And I'm trying to remember the last time that actually happened. But that's all because Joe Biden has uh, at least said a lot of the right things uh, with Israel, supporting Israel against Hamas. Because even Joe Biden in his senile, addled state that he's in recognizes that Hamas is a terrorist organization. And if Israel is going to go into Gaza and wipe them out after the events that happened a month ago, then they have every right in the world to do that. It's not like they don't. You know, throw the leaflets out and send the text to the Palestinians in Gaza. You want to get out of this area. I understand all that's complicated, but to say this is genocide is just not based in reality. No, it's not. But Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib put out a video claiming that, yes, Joe Biden is supporting the genocide of Palestinians. Okay. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. Remember, in 2024. That's a threat. Mm -hmm. Gosh, dang. What? <laughs> I mean, it's from the river to the sea. You leave that in. Yeah. Your video. Uh, it is rather odd because that actually talks about genocide. Yeah. Yes. Well, Eradicating the Jews. Yes. That's what that is. We well, all know that. Yeah. She says that it's uh, aspirational about freedom no. uh, for Palestinians. And it's like, no, that that's not... That's not how really anybody takes it. That's not really what they mean by that. They mean the utter destruction and ruination of the nation of Israel. Take them at their word. I mean, again, I mean, we played this last week. The leader of Hamas, and it was translated. I mean, this is what the person said. We're not ashamed to say this with full force. We must teach Israel a lesson, and we will do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is the first time, and there will be a second, a third, a fourth, because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What part do you not get about that? Yeah, you don't need the Scooby gang uh, to figure out exactly what they want here. No. And, I mean, we can get into this a little bit later on. It is odd. Because you ask yourself, okay, why is it the left right now are so up in arms about what's happening when, say, if you're talking about the Uyghur Muslims in China? Well, you don't hear anything from the left about the Uyghur Muslims. No. Is it maybe because this involves, I don't know, Israel? And that's what it's really about more than anything else? Well, yeah. Yes. Well, the Scooby machine was... Ro-ro! Ramos! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, there was some polling that came out 
And uh, let's see, could we use one of the cliches from news? Shockwaves across the Democratic world. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah the, so dramatic. The, oh, yeah. the failing New York Times published a poll showing that Trump beats Biden in, a, in multiple swing states, five out of six that they highlighted. And liberals are having a really hard time with that. Like, it's, it's, it's actually incomprehensible to them that anyone would look around at the state of this country and think, you know what, maybe Orange Man wasn't so bad. Yes, and it is also, in addition to that, they can't wrap their heads around, hey, wait a second, all these indictments. Uh, how could anyone vote for this guy with all these indictments? This right. just doesn't make sense. Well, a lot of people see through a lot of that mm -hmm. as what it really is. I mean, especially, you're talking about the documents? You have Biden and you have Trump. One's treated completely different than another. People recognize this stuff over time. Yeah, they do. Uh, How do you vote for a guy with raging senility? Right, exactly. How does that happen? Absolutely. That's a yeah. great point. So ABC News' John Carl, he's the uh, political expert, uh, you know, uh, was brought on Good Morning America today. And the guy, every time he starts talking about Trump, I swear he's about to start breaking down in tears. He looks so incredibly nervous, like he's really shaken by it. Like if Trump is president, he's going to be thrown in jail. That's the way he acts. Yes, like, uh, here it is. Look, this is a wake-up call. This is frightening for not just the Biden White House, not just for Democrats, but for anybody who fears what a return to a Trump presidency would mean. He's not going to throw you in jail, John. Relax a little, huh? He can win. I mean, it's just incredible. I don't think that... <laughs> Voters have come to terms with what he is talking about doing. He is talking about a campaign of revenge and retribution. Uh, there was a fascinating story that is consistent with my reporting in the Washington Post talking about. Dude, how okay, I know you're going to get more into political jargon. People think about themselves a lot and they think about the economy and they think about the safety of the country and how many people have come through that we have no idea of who they are and all the green energy stuff that seems to have gone nowhere it's one thing after another after another crime in cities it's more than just do you know he might go after political opponents that used to be on his side uh. talking about how he wants to go out and prosecute his political opponents not just democrats but people that served him uh, john kelly his former chief of staff mattis his former defense secretary bill barr his uh former attorney general are, are voters really ready to sign up for that he's talking about invoking the insurrection act on day one using american troops on the streets of u.s cities uh. I don't know, man. But you know, John, and, and you, again, he, he talked a lot about Hillary and lock her up, and he was in for what a week. And he did an interview with sixty minutes. Ah, I'm not going to do that. You're right. insulting everyone who would support him. You're just too stupid. How do you people not figure this out? <laughs> Look at me. I'm John Carl. Look how smart I am. Look how big my brain is. Remember, that's, that's what pisses me off about these guys. Remember after twenty after the 2016 election, bring we brought this up many times. They were going to get out of their bubble. Okay. Oh, yeah. All these people that cover news on the East Coast, we got to get out of our bubble. Mm -hmm. We don't understand this country. They never did. They're still in the bubble, and they just yeah. don't understand. They don't get it. Jeez. Oh. I know. And he's it's, like, uh, it's pretty amazing. Might send troops into U.S. cities. You know, there are a lot of places in this country where they would actually like to see that. Yes. Because yes. of it's not to tamp down on any protesting. It's to go after gangbangers who are murdering people. Yes. Mm -hmm.
You look at different cities where the polling is done, where you have people in, quote, the inner city that want more police presence because they don't want people getting shot and killed all the time because they know the gangs run those areas. They would like to see it. And, and they don't do anything. I mean, the carjackings are up like 400%. Like, oh, somebody's yeah. going to open a lot and advertise. These are the cars who got carjacking. Come on, buy one from us. <laughs> right. Because nobody's going to do anything. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. <laughs> You're amped up coming in hot. Gosh dang, After man. a long weekend. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, David, you got an update on that whole manifesto from the nashville shooter we were yeah. never going to see this what's the deal yeah audrey hale this is the uh, trans identified person who murdered kids at the covenant school in suburban nashville back in march and she kept a manifesto and that's been kept under lock and key ever since uh she went and murdered a bunch of people at that school uh and for some reason we're not allowed to see it and find out what led to the murders now stephen crowder of all people claims to have obtained a few pages of it. Nobody has come out and refuted it as of now, uh, mm. but it includes a detailed schedule of what she planned to do at the school. She called it death day, acknowledging that she would kill and then eventually be killed as well. Uh, she had hoped, though, for a high death count before she was killed. Um, nearly two months before the shooting, she wrote, quote, kill those kids those crackers going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles bleep you little bleeps want to kill you all you little crackers bunch of little F word not not the the, the slang term for gay people oh, the um, gay with your white privilege bleep you F word again. Uh, on the day of the killing, she wrote, today is the day, wrote about how excited she was and how she'd almost been caught before. Um, I don't know what that was in reference to, but apparently somebody had almost uncovered her plans. Um, and I'm not really sure why this had to be guarded other than, I, again, someone would ask the question, where did you learn that you needed to go and kill a bunch of like upper middle class White kids. I don't understand. Yes, that's a great question. So they're white, uh, Christian, and she called them gay slur. Well, that's all of that is very problematic, to say the least. And all you have to do in your mind is change out religions, change out race, and see what the reaction would have been from news media and it would have been completely different. And we would have seen this manifesto months ago. No question. And it would be used in any, as an example constantly from the Justice Department. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just know this. So yeah. why did they not want this to see the light of day? There'll be more on this yeah. coming up a little bit later. Um, you also had a story, David, on climate change protesters. Where oh, was yeah. this at? These climate activists, they love winning uh, hearts and minds, don't they? They took hammers to a famous painting in London while mm. calling for the U.K. to stop new oil and gas projects in the country. Just Stop Oil attacked a, a 17th century painting by Diego Velasquez um, with these safety hammers, I guess, like to bust out car windows and whatnot if you're fully submerged. Um, but they smashed the glass covering on it, 
Um, and then they decided to give their little spiel about why they were doing this. Okay. Women did not get the vote by voting. It is time for deeds and not words. It is time to just stop oil. Millions will die due to new oil and gas licenses. Millions. If we love history, if we love art, and if we love our families, we Okay. hammer and hit him in the head with it. Okay. <laughs> it's a safety hammer, Scott. Yeah. I'm, well, not safe to the skull. <laughs> of course, this group uses a safety hammer. Yes. Okay. That, that's a public caning right there. Absolutely. You're facing this. It's, you know, classic that, art. I'm not, a, yeah. you know, a big expert on classic art. It means a lot to a lot of people. You do that, that's a public gaining. It's worth like $90 million. Holy cow, man. Okay. Um, man, the D-trans movement is gaining steam. we get to a story on that much more coming up right here. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. ABC Wednesday. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Lainey Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney, Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton, Tanya Tucker with Little Big Town, and more. The best in country Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC, and stream next day on Hulu. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, the detransitioning movement continues to gain steam. At least as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah, you you're right about in, that. Yeah. In other countries, and I think you mentioned last week, David, people in other countries are saying, hey, what's up with the United States? 
why are they doing what they're doing? It's yeah. amazing that they keep, you know, going forward with this when it comes to kids. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. And I just happened to see a Daily Wire. Um, Candace Owens had an interview with Brianna Ivy, who is 22 years old, who detailed, as it says, the horrors of irreversible transgender treatments and surgeries. 22 now, this started uh, when uh, he was a minor, biologically male, but identifies as transgender. Um, said uh, that he was deformed and mutilated, drastically affecting his mental health by a surgeon he found through TikTok surgeon, oh, and, and this is a yeah. famous person. I don't know how you pronounce the first name. David Little Help. S-I-D-H-B-H. Sid- Sid- uh, spell that again for me. S-I-D. S-I-D. H-B-H. H-B-H. Sibhab. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but my instinct would be to say, bless you, after you said it. Uh, last name Gallagher. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, well, Brianna Ivy said, I remember there was an intense fascination with what was being done to me because it was dubbed bottom surgery. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember nurses at the hospital, residents of the hospital, various people there would come in. They look at me. Tell me, this is cool. We've never seen someone as young as you have this done. We've never seen this surgery done here. I remember Dr. Joshua Roth would bring in multiple residents. Just watch me while I was sitting there, and I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. I was in so much pain. People just came in, and it was like a science class. Jeez. And, you know, also in the interview goes on to tell, like, the story uh, when uh, they were young and didn't feel like they fit in. As it gets into the more disturbing stuff, and I, I'll just sort of gloss over this part, but if, I mean, it is horrific. I think people got to know how horrific it is to understand how evil it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but during a bottom surgery, they tried to turn uh, Ivy's, you know, penis into a vagina with some of the stomach lining. No. I'd never heard that before. Had you heard that, Dave? Yeah, and that's okay. There can be a whole lot of bacterial infections that come when they, if they don't have enough material to make it, they'll oh, use man. that. And I mean, it's it, what's it's, the part with the forearm? That's for the yeah male to or sorry female to male. That's where that's Got how it. they make the fake Mister Kanish. Okay. Well, either way, it's it, yeah. it doesn't work. Well. That's been talked about many, many times. Yeah. And then goes on to say, I had a Catherine for about a month attached to a bag. Could feel it every second. And and goes on every single day. The pain was worse. It's just awful what's happened. And, of course, regrets it. And it's so terrible when these people are shamed. But you see it all the time. It's awful what that community does to the people that regret having it done mm-hmm. it's just absolutely terrible um oh i got a quick uh, little news blurb anytime i see taylor swift in the news i want to include it for the swifties oh sure on the show. Mm-hmm. yeah thank we god appreciate and david it. thank you it's funny because there's been a re-release of an old album now on cd right but for a lot of the young fans they don't know how to open a cd <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone viral it's, it's kind of funny actually you open it. like open the, to get the cd open open the case how what do you mean open it they can't get it no 
And then once they open the box, they don't know how to get the disc God. out. <laughs> and there's a, just a huge struggle. Yeah, their whole life's been download music. It's true. Hey, this is the, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day to me is, is actually what uh, Steven Crowder says he got his hands on, which Twelve. is a portion of the manifesto from the Nashville school shooter. And where this apparently was inspired by a hatred of white people, even though she herself is white or was white. Um, but it had to do with, I mean, she, she is literally talking about their white privilege, and that's why she was so enraged and why she targeted that particular school. She was affiliated with the school. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. All right, more on that a little bit later. Also, Barack Obama talks about the struggles in the Middle East. What did he actually say? We'll get to it coming up. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. Mm. That's Scott Robbins. Okay, so Barack Obama was talking about the Israel-Hamas war over the weekend, David. Yeah, uh, uh, this is kind of like what I called the choose-your-own-adventure answer uh, when talking about Israel and Hamas, where, you know, there's a certain breed of liberal that knows what the right answer is, with all of this and recognizes that Hamas is a terrorist organization and yep. Israel probably has every right in the world to go in and try to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also can't do that because you re- you can't say that explicitly because you realize that a whole lot of people in your political camp, well, hates Israel's existence. Yes. And so you have to try to equivocate and seem nuanced and in the end, you wind up actually saying nothing. Yes, that is common. And so somebody who is following along is basically able to choose their own adventure. <laughs> uh, former President Barack Obama weighed in on the Israel-Hamas war. This was on Pod Save America. What Hamas did was horrific, and there's no justification for it. Okay, stop right there. That's it. Thanks for coming. Exactly. Good night, everybody. God, I almost said the same thing. But there's going to be a however comma coming up. You know there is. It's Obama. He can't make things better. (laughs) He can only make them worse. Here we go. And what is also true is that Mm -hmm. the the occupation uh, and what's happening to Palestinians is, is unbearable. Time out. Occupation. Yeah. Do we want to go back through the history of this? I'm sure Big O doesn't. But he put in the occupation. That's a little wink to the other side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can I also just ask the question, when exactly did Barack Obama start speaking like a 21-year-old TikTok influencer? Everything has to end like a question? I don't mm, understand. That's a good question. There's always been a lot of pause. Oh, yeah. Makes him seem thoughtful, yes. I think, to people. Um, and what is also true is that there is a history. 
of the Jewish people that may be dismissed unless your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your uncle or your aunt tell you stories? Uh, no, I don't think it needs that uh, to not be dismissed. You just look at history. But then again, <laughs> there have been a whole generation of people that have been brainwashed, it seems, by academia to, that now even question the existence of the Holocaust, which is crazy. About the madness of anti-Semitism and what is true is that there are people right now who are dying who have nothing to do with what Hamas did and what is true. Right? I, I mean, we can go on for a while. <laughs> you can go on for a while. I listened to the whole thing. He doesn't come up with a solution. No. In the end, he's talking about, and you just need to listen to one another and try to understand where they're coming from. Okay. In the end, what is that? There is one group that wants the other group gone forever. There's another group that has tried the two-state solution. We win this war. We're not even going to take the land. You can have it. But still, the other side does not want to live in peace ever. I don't know what you do with that. It's also interesting to me as far as Obama goes. And, you know, some different people have brought this up, Victor Davis Hanson, along with others. Do you remember Obama and all the drone strikes in Pakistan, Somalia, Yemen? Oh, yeah. Civilians died. At the time, that was collateral damage. Even the failing mm -hmm. New York Times, it's just unfortunate that that happens. Yeah. They were not trying to kill the civilians, but they had to take out these terrorist groups. Right? Right. That's what they What's the difference? Say. Then what's happening right now? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, uh, the Obama administration very famously bombed a hospital that was associated with Doctors Without Borders. Yep. And he became the first Nobel Peace Prize recipient to bomb another Nobel Peace Prize recipient. Correct. Pretty amazing, actually. You yes. can feel the peace. But Obama said at the time, let's kill the people who are trying to kill us. Isn't that what Israel is doing? And you think about <laughs> the way media is now in news media, the way they lie to people and, you know, just the way they slant every story. I mean, the White House thought drone strike jokes from Obama were hilarious back in 2010. <laughs> the White House Correspondents Center. Oh, yeah, this is a classic. Yeah. This had to do with the Jonas Brothers. And his daughters. Have you oh, ever heard this, guy? No, I don't think so. Oh, you're going to enjoy this. Roll it. Jonas Brothers are here. They're out there somewhere. Sasha and Malia are huge fans. But uh, boys don't get any ideas. I have two words for you. Predator drones. <laughs> you will never see it coming. Wow. You think I'm joking? That one doesn't age quite so well now, does it, boys? No. You realize that I bombed a wedding, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this guy, I mean, seriously, nothing gets better when he t starts talking. Nothing does. You know, man. Nothing. It is the way the media treats him. Oh, shit. Uh, through the, uh, to this day, it's still going on that way. Well, he's their savior. Yes. Yeah. Never going to buck that.
All right, I know we got to get to other stuff. It's that time of the show, going around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there today, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Well, you know, we've heard a lot about how credit card debt is increasing in the United States, historically high because of, yeah. uh, because of inflation, because everything costs more, so more and more people are putting things on credit because they don't have the cash on hand. And that eventually those bills start coming due not just for the individual, but for the economy as a whole. And it is, it is a very frightening prospect. A uh, new report, though, a new small business index published by Intuit shows that a significant number of small businesses are contributing the most to that. So basically, you've got a lot of small businesses on Main Street who are putting a ton of expenses on credit because it's easier to just put it on credit than it is to try to get a loan at today's interest rates, et cetera. Right. And so, you know, again, when I say the bill is going to come due eventually, those businesses are going to have to deal with credit card interest rates that are well and above whatever small business loan would have been available to them earlier. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys have seen the different stories of, you know, you would call them experts, I guess. You'd always take that with a grain of salt predicting we could have another downfall like we did in 08. And, you know, you take that with a grain of salt, but there are different things with the economy that haven't added up, and you wonder, you know, I know this has been predicted at different times, and if you're one of those people that predicts it, all you got to do is be right once, and you got a career. Right. Oh, yeah. You can predict it wrong eight times. No one will remember. <laughs> predict it right once, and, oh, remember, he predicted the downfall. And you can live off that for the next 10 years. But, yeah, I think there are some people that are concerned about the well, economy right now. Bidenomics is working. I mean, <laughs> that's what he says. No, it is. All right. For yeah. what's your story today, Scott? What do you got? Jeez. Uh, I read this story today. So a guy in Florida is at the thrift store. Just so happens the thrift store he was in. Well, the guy's an anthropologist, so he's interested in old stuff, right? Yeah. He likes finding old stuff to buy. So he, he hits these thrift shops. So he's in there. He's looking around. And he looks at one skull on the shelf and goes, hey, wait a minute, that's a human skull. Ah! <laughs> it was a human skull. What? Yeah, he called the, uh, called the cops and goes, hey, man, I think there's a human skull in here. Sure enough, upon further investigation, detective said, well, yep, it is a human skull. Hey, shop owner, what's this all about? Guy said, well, I bought it at an auction, like a, a storage locker auction, and it was in there. He goes, it was just kind of cool. I got this store. I just went, okay, I'll put it up in here. Now, they uh, took the skull from him, and I guess they're trying to figure out whose skull it might be. But in the meantime, and this is the weird part, petitions have been filled now to have the skull run as a congressman on the Democrat side from Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, my friends. Um. For my story, for what's your story, um, there's been some news recently that not so many people are getting boosters, okay? I mean, the percentage is way down from where we were, yeah. you know, even a year ago, let alone you go back a couple of years. Um, so some people have brought out, I don't know if you've happened to see this, um, some different stories from polling from just a couple of years ago. And when you happen to look at the polling, uh, it was the amount of Democrats that were saying, hey, these people that are unvaxxed, mm -hmm. that are not getting the vax, here's some ideas of what we uh, should do with them. 
Um, and one of those was, you know, maybe they should be put into uh, house arrest. Do you remember the percentage of Democrats that said, yeah, if you're unvaxxed, you should be under house arrest? Right. It's 59%. Wow. Yep. It's surprising, right, yeah. David? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I I have a vague memory of it being just over 50%. I didn't realize it was that much over. 47% of Democrats wanted to see a government tracking program for the vaccine hesitant. Uh, 48% also approved of government fines or imprisonment for those who publicly question the efficacy of the existing COVID-19 vaccines online. And, man, you forget how crazy it was just a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. And the reason I bring it up now is you got to ask yourself, what's the next thing? And that's not like fear-mongering or anything else, but you're coming out of that, and you can see how so many people can be brainwashed like that, especially when there's fear involved. And we're seeing it in different places all over. And so, you know, I am one... And I don't think he's a perfect person by any stretch, but I'm glad Elon Musk did buy Twitter and turn it into X, where this well, stuff could get shared. It's interesting how the fear has switched. There was a fear of getting the, the virus yes. and dying, so you got the shot. Now it's the fear of the shot and dying. For a lot of people. It's weird how everything is sort of shifted, though. Well, and you can't deny that there's been vaccine injury, yet... As far as investigations into it, news about it, you don't hear a whole lot. Well, we don't even know. I mean, we don't know yeah. what's being held back. We have no you, idea you what don't kind know. of you really nonsense don't. they're no. playing with. No, and that's the troubling part. You know, there are a lot of people that are, are saying, no, just don't ever forget that. You can maybe forgive, but forget? Uh, no. Okay. A German town cancels and Frank, you say. Wow. Get to that much more coming up right here. government's been spending money like there's no tomorrow and we're all paying the price the cost of everything is still out of control a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and our dollars aren't going as far as they used to and to keep up a lot of people are being forced to put everyday expenses on a credit card the longer that goes on and the higher that balance goes, the tougher it is to pay back. You have to take back control. And if you're a homeowner, American Financing can help. They're saving homeowners an average of $700 a month, even in this economy. A free 10-minute call to their salary-based mortgage consultants is all it takes to get started and see how much you can save. And if you start today, you can even delay two mortgage payments, stretching your savings further. Call today, 866-890-7811. That's 866-890-7811, or visit AmericanFinancing.net. That's 866-890-7811 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLS I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. 
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, what's the story, David, with this German town? Oh, yeah, there's a small town in Germany that has decided to rename a daycare center in a uh, small town called uh, Tengerhut, uh, small town. Um, and apparently, they changed it from the Anne Frank Daycare Center in honor of one of the most famous Holocaust victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of external pressure from migrants from the Middle East. Because it was being disruptive towards their goal of diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's part oh of the goodness. actual Holy story, cow. by the way. That this girl who was murdered by Nazis, murdered in a concentration camp, having her name on a daycare center made some people uncomfortable. So What? You want to be here? You're going to have to deal with that. It is what it is. Well, it makes us uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, we'll change it. Yeah, you get a couple of people that are now speaking for who knows how many, and they get what they want because they're loudest. Yeah. yeah. From the uh, That bill- always works long-term, doesn't it? It only oh, yeah, works when you're in kindergarten, maybe for about a week. Yeah. Wow. That's disgusting, man. It's terrible. By the way, did you see? I saw the promos. NFL game is going to be in Germany. Yeah. I think it's next week. Is that right? Oh, I thought it was this week. Maybe it is this week. I mean, next Sunday or this week coming up. I thought they had one this Sunday. That could be. I can't keep it straight. Yeah, I, think, UK, I think it was Germany, I, whatever. I think I'm like, was, okay, yeah, I understand I you want to make it the global game. Right. Yeah. You don't like it, Scott. It's all right, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't watch. I mean, they're on at like 830 in the morning. Yeah, well, that way you got a whole day. You got the morning football, you got through the afternoon, and then Sunday night. Uh, yeah, because you can watch the first game and then catch the late service at church, right? I don't think what that's what the NFL's yeah. after, really. Yeah, that was the, the Chiefs and Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. They Chiefs, were, they, Chiefs yeah. won 21-14. Yeah, in Germany. Without Taylor Swift? Oh, it I don't can know be if done. she made the trip Jeez. or not. I don't think yeah. so. And yes, I did get the message from several people. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> Listen, man, I want to see Dak get over. I do. I want to see him win. I want to see him prove people wrong. But it's like I'm watching the game with my daughter who stays away. And I'm like, you know, I just still don't see them winning a Super Bowl or even getting there, getting there with Dak. I want him to prove me and everybody else wrong. You got the ball at the six with 27 seconds. I was watching. Oh, man. (laughs) Shut up. I was watching. I was I know. pulling for your boys. It was a good game. Yeah. Okay, if the bright side is you you took on Philly, one of the best teams, on the road. You were right there. You just need to figure out a way to win. Or shoot okay. hand grenades, buddy. I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. You want to bet on something? You want to bet on some games next week? No? I'm a, look, I'm a Bears fan, please. Oh, sad. <laughs> Did you see this? Most American workers say they could do the same amount of work in four days rather than five. 
And that's not with extra hours. That's not the 12-hour day. They're saying with the regular day, I can get it all done. In, in some professions, that works. Yeah, I suppose. There was this big four-day work week experiment in the U.K., and they, well, they said both employers and employees said this was beneficial. Like, it's hard to imagine that happening yeah. in the United States. Well, you get to pick your day, or is it a three day weekend every weekend? How's this work? Yeah. It's yeah. like a Monday through Thursday kind okay, of thing. Okay. So you don't get to pick, like, I want Tuesdays. Yeah. No. But, okay. You know, you also have to remember that the UK is a third world country and everybody lives to round down. So. There you but, go. But they have will, no aspirations in the UK. Yeah, but this will resonate. Uh, a lot of hours in the regular nine to five job are wasted on meetings and nonsense. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. Not productivity. Yeah. 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 There's got to be a happy balance in there. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. So the White House was vandalized over the weekend. Oh, yeah. On uh, Saturday, there was a massive protest uh, right outside of the White House where a whole bunch of people chanting things like from the river to the sea and whatnot showed up. And they started vandalizing places around the White House, uh, trying to vandalize the actual White House itself or or the gates. Uh, Some people were trying to climb over the gates. Yeah. Telling yeah. Biden, to, you've got to call for a ceasefire now, okay? You're supporting genocide if you don't. Some people, yeah, these geniuses say you got to stop the genocide Yeah, uh, with genocide. Yeah, and some of them were carrying swastikas. I don't know if you saw any of that footage. The weirdest thing was watching people carry flags with swastikas on them. And then you mm-hmm. see another where it's the uh, Palestinian flag with the pride colors on it. Yeah, that's a that's I, that one gets me every how time. How do those yeah. two mesh together? I don't understand mm-hmm. how you can get those two concepts like mm-hmm. to fit in your brain. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You mean that wasn't an early Saturday Night Live skit? Uh, no, it wasn't. Well, you mean Hamas doesn't sponsor Drag Queen Story Hour? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think Hamas is okay with Drag Queen Story Hour. No, uh. um, but uh, yeah, they defaced the White House gates with fake blood. They also had like bleep Joe Biden on there. Not as clever as Let's Go Brandon, unfortunately. Uh, some people even tried to get onto the White House grounds. Uh, they were throwing things at Secret Service agents. Okay, I mean, can I ask a quick yeah. question? All right. And there may be an answer to this. I'm just, like, off the top of my head. What other country can you do that at a place like the White House? Okay, where you're not arrested immediately and taken down. Um, where else does that happen? You're I don't defacing know. I, yeah. the White House? Yeah. The capital of any other country that happens yeah try to Where? do that at the kremlin yeah good luck <laughs> um golly but here's i don't understand why they just let it happen well yeah and trump was apparently the bad guy for tear gassing rioters okay right um mary bruce with abc news framed it this way this is the caption to a photo she shared of the graffiti that was on the white house gates 
the White House gates this morning after passionate protests over the weekend. <laughs> These people are a parody of themselves. Yeah, passionate. That's what it's called. Okay. And they just sort of move by this group of protesters that are calling for genocide. Yes. Of the Jewish people. Well, there's nuance to it. Are they wearing yeah, their the stop nuance. hate shirts, too? Hate has no home here. <laughs> <laughs> Except when it comes to the Jews. Right. Right. Okay. I don't Just know. Trying, trying, to trying to scale the fence to get in seems pretty damned insurrection to me. Uh, it does, yeah. Yeah, but it was done with passion, Scott. And love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a guy with uh, Viking horns. That's true. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't the QAnon shaman. No, they have swastikas instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, yes, very and loving. that's why Joe Biden ran, because he saw those people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The neo-Nazis. Next, their are next bulging. bulging with the veins out, coming out of fields with tiki torches. <laughs> and that's why I ran. Yeah, yeah, right. To pave the way for these people carrying the swastika signs. Yes. For their freedom. What the? Uh, what is going on? Ah, uh, boy. No, oh, they're passionate protesters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Uh, meanwhile, Bernie Sanders was asked about, well, one of the jihad squad on his team. Yeah, Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib put out a video heading into the weekend uh, claiming that Joe Biden is supporting the genocide of Palestinians, also highlighted from the river to the sea, which is literally a call to wipe out Israel. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, though, was asked about that because he has, I mean, this is like the low bar, right? To his credit, he has recognized that Hamas is a terrorist organization. (laughs) Okay. Apparently that's a high bar to clear for some people on the progressive left. Um, But he was asked about this on CNN. What do you think about Rashida Tlaib? He is Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, Bernie, what do you have to say? Rashida is a friend of mine. Her family comes from Palestine. I think she's been shaken, as all of us are, about what goes on, is going on right there, right now. We have to address that humanitarian crisis. But if anyone thinks that Trump is going to be better than Biden on this issue, or any other issue for that matter, I think they are sorely mistaken. Uh, Bernie, if you keep trying to pivot that fast, you're going to break your hip, bro. Yeah, he is. I'm here to help, (laughs) not to hurt. You know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. You don't like that. You say something bad about him, he boos you. That just happens on this show. I know I heard you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, And I I understand that. I I also understand, and I know you know that words matter. And I want to ask about what she said. Look, words matter. But what matters more, Dana, is you have a horrible humanitarian disaster that has to be dealt with right now. You call it whatever you want to call it. I'd get that hip checked out. Yeah. I, I just think it's amazing how, how in just a few short years, he went from this sort of old, cranky socialist talking about a revolution for the working families of America, all of that, oh, to yeah. now. No! Yeah. Now he's just a Democrat shill. It's incredible to watch that. And I've never had you know any love for Bernie Sanders' politics, but... It, I can't imagine how bummed out you must be if you loved Bernie Sanders to watch him just become a lapdog for for the Democrat establishment. That does not make any sense. Right. No, it actually does. But then also, you know what? Oh, go if ahead. you go back in the history of this show with bad takes, 
Uh, David, I could say you and I both had one. Mm -hmm. you, you go back eight years. Say, I don't agree with Bernie Sanders' policies, and he's a bit of a loon, but I think he's authentic. He believes in what he says. We had both said that. Yeah. Except now. Yeah, that, that wasn't true. He got the company. He's a shill. Yeah, he got the company. Yeah, he got all. right on yeah. the Hillary train. He got right on the Biden train. He do he does what he's told. He's mm -hmm. not all that independent in the end. And the weird thing is the Democrats threw him under the bus. Repeatedly. Well, of course. I mean, if anybody yeah. should have a, a, a burr in their saddle about the Democrat Party, that would be Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Crazy Bernie. <laughs> But to me, I mean, okay, so he, so he's getting it right, at least, that uh, Hamas is an evil terrorist organization that needs to be dealt with. And when he was asked about a ceasefire, he says, well, I don't know how you have a ceasefire with that kind of group, right? But yeah. then he's, like, trying to thread the needle by just pivoting to Trump. Like, no one was talking about Trump. Trump. No. He's just like a media member. Right. That's what happens. That's what All the doing. news is bad. Trump! Trump! But, but, Trump, Trump. Yeah, I know, man. It's crazy. I remember one time, I think Trump even had sympathy for him. Bernie, Didn't... my poor Bernie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> when, he did. When he was a total shill for Hillary. That's right. Forgot about that. Okay. Uh, also, an update on John Fetterman. I, I think this is now the second time in three weeks. I'll just say that John Fetterman... Might have done something good. Ugh. It's okay to admit that. I know. Those words don't want to come out of my mouth. Yes, the first cucumber ever elected to the United States Senate, John Fetterman, uh, Democrat, far-left Democrat from Pennsylvania. He got heckled during a campaign event for another Democrat, and he was heckled because he has been pretty steadfast in saying, no, we're not going to talk about a ceasefire with Israel. And so some right. pro-Hamas loon in the crowd starts yelling at him and he came back with a line and it hurts me physically to say this that made me actually laugh a little bit uh-oh boy this i can't wait for this i haven't heard this show. yet no roll it I can't fully understand what you're saying. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Joke's on you. I'm a cucumber. All right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll give you that one, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. I mean, I mean, it's still very concerning because he's in the United States Senate, and he can make that joke because it's not really much of a joke. It's not a he, joke. He can't that, was, that was an honest response. Yeah, right. I mean, he, that was it's, inadvertently funny, but I don't think he meant to be funny at all. I think he was telling the truth. I can't understand you. It's weaponized brain cheese, man. It's crazy. It, it really is. It worked on a it high did. level. It did. <laughs> hey, man, I think it's sometimes you got to just tip your cap to somebody else. Right. Hey, that, that was Sometimes well you close your eyes, you swing hard, and you hit the ball, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's what he did. Well, speaking of Fetterman, and I mentioned this earlier because, you know, as a Cowboy fan, if they lose, I'm going to get a lot of messages. How about them, Cowboys? Yes. But you know what you get when they get beat by Philly? I also get this. Eagles! Yes, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Fetterman with the Eagles. The I thought about thing. that last night because I thought, <laughs> yes. here, here it comes. Mark Lee, you set yourself up for it.
But wasn't he appealing to Steelers fans when he said yes. that? Yeah. Yes. Eagles. I know. Whatever. Okay. Stacey Abrams also in the news. <laughs> a clip you have to hear to believe straight ahead. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. ABC Wednesday. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Lainey Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney. Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. Tanya Tucker with Little Big Town. And more. The best in Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. All right, Dan. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Stacey Abrams, you know, uh, election denier. Well, yeah. In the news. Uh, prominent Democrat uh, insurrectionist and election denier, Stacey Abrams, was on MSNBC talking to former Biden press secretary Jen Psaki, who has a show on MSNBC now, while her former boss is still the president. Cool. Uh, Jen brought up uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, who is an historically disliked VP. And, of course, the reason for that, you know what Stacey Abrams is going to say. Sexism? And racism. Oh, that's right. You got the double whammy there. All right. Let's hear this case. We cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. And for those... Okay, when she says our, does that mean Democratic? Because she couldn't get any votes in that primary? Democrats don't like her. I mean, that's... No, they can't stand her. Is that who she's talking about? Oh, or everybody. No. no. And for those behaviors that don't rise to either misogyny or racism, there's also just the difference. Our expectations are set for the traditional white male vice president. Yeah. She's <laughs> what it's always been. It's what it's always been. We are not always great with new. 
but more importantly, I know if you filter through the critiques, if you think about how she is castigated, there it is inextricably linked to race and gender. <laughs> and when all else fails, yeah. keep going there. You know, she says unfair and, you know, oh, other pre- other vice presidents haven't been treated this way. I'm like, Vi- Mike Pence was just vice president. Liberals celebrated a gay sex fantasy children's book featuring Mike Pence's pet rabbit. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. The Marlon Bundo thing, because yep. he had a he had a pet rabbit named pet Marlon rabbit. Bundo. And so John Oliver on HBO celebrated this children's book that was about Mike Pence's rabbit being gay and finding love. Like that. And I'm not like saying a that's a gotcha out, moment. Right. And I'm not saying that's like out of bounds for criticism or whatever. I don't care all that much. I think it's kind of a stupid bit, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um but that is way, way less substantive than the criticism of Kamala Harris, who is supposed to be, what, getting into the root causes of mass migration. Yeah. Who's supposed to be now tackling artificial intelligence. Who has, yeah. I mean, failed at every turn and can't really, I mean, speak coherently for different reasons than her boss, but still... Well, there's a couple things that that come to mind. You know, first, you know, (laughs) if it was someone like Nikki Haley was vice president, a lot of people wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Female. Can you say woman of color? No. Yeah, her parents are Indian immigrants. Well, I don't know how the left figures all this because there's all these different rules. So will that work? Will that be okay? Uh, A lot of people would not have a problem with her. Uh, it's been said about Condoleezza Rice for a long, long time. So that part is just, that's the pivot every time for the left. Well, The other point is for yeah. vice presidents, you know who got made fun of all the time? Dan Quayle. Joe Biden. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's he true. Was, he was the laughingstock. And that, that was even with the left because he was gaff Joe. He would say stupid things all the time. They made fun of him, you know. But I mean, Kamala is the worst of the worst. And again, you look at the polling; it, it's not like white males that think that she's no good at her job. Mm-hmm. It's across the board, and it's been proven so well, many we're gonna different s- times. Study the root causes of AI, and we're going to start with the Dire Straits video, "Money for Nothing." <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, something else a lot of people are talking about today is falling back. Ugh. You're feeling it. You don't like it. I'm not a fan. I don't like it dark at 430. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of people that way. Do you, do you dislike this more than the springing ahead even though you get an extra hour of sleep? No, Scott? I, I don't because I, I end up being awake anyway. My cats got me up this morning. Their stomachs are still on the regular time. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're hungry. Can't you shut the door? And they scratch on the door. I, I, got, I can't win. Cats. Is that just a regular thing, David? You're the cat whisperer. Can a cat be trained not to do that nonsense? Uh, yeah. Well, I blast them with water, and they'll stop for a while. You started doing that for real? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and it'll stop? For 20 minutes. Okay. They're still on the same clock is your point. Yeah. Okay. 70% of Americans hate falling back. Yeah. And it's all because of, you know. Darkness. Yeah, pretty much. Gloomy. Well, and it's it can affect your health. At least this is what the quote experts mm-hmm. say. You, you get more cluster headaches. 
I had not heard that before. You? No, I don't even Never know heard what that? that means. No. Yeah. Uh, they tend to happen in six to eight week cycles. People have more than this time of year. Okay. And then you're trying to manage, you know, the circadian rhythm, and then it gets off, and people have headaches. Hypochondriac's holiday. <laughs> and then it's the seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, I've heard about that one. Now, I know that some people are claim they're really affected by this. Yeah, sad for sure. It's yeah. so sad. Yes. Yeah. Um, more strokes and heart attacks. That's mm-hmm. more in the spring, but it, there are a few more in the fall. And then it can actually be hard on people with Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, boy. That, honestly, I um, I had not heard that before. Wait for that next press conference. But... <laughs> <laughs> All men and women created by go, you know the, you know the yeah, thing. Yeah, this is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, there are a couple. I mean, of course, keeping an eye on what happened with Israel and Hamas. Uh, Donald Trump is in uh, court again. Apparently, this leftist judge is being um, uh, very combative with Donald Trump. Uh, nobody knows what the heck is going on here. Uh, also, I mean, Steven Crowder claims that he got a hold of a few pages of the Tranifesto, the Nashville school shooters manifesto. And it's, I mean, it's, she was radicalized by anti-white wokeness. That's I don't think like. you could say it any other way, to be honest. So yeah, definitely want to get to that. And then David Axelrod saying, Biden, it's time to go. We'll get to all of that and much more coming up. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, and the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Well, this is a big story today, David. Yeah, it is. Um, Steven Crowder, of all people, wound up getting uh, his hands, or at least he says this is what it is, on uh, three pages of the Nashville Shooters Manifesto. This is Audrey Hale, who uh, murdered, what was it, six people at Covenant School uh, mm-hmm. outside of Nashville. Uh, back in March. And for some reason, this manifesto has been kept under lock and key, and nobody really knows why. You know, in in a lot of other instances, whether it was uh, the racist attack in El Paso or Buffalo, we we knew the motivation. And that was highlighted. This was circulated. It was, uh, you know, it was part of the story. But the word on this one was, it was just too disturbing. Yeah, too disturbing. And of course it's disturbing. It's a mass murderer. Right. I mean, no duh. It's going to be disturbing. So uh, Crowder published a few of the pages, and um, nearly two months before the shooting, she wrote, you know, kill those kids. Those crackers are going to private fancy uh, schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Bleep, you little bleeps. Want to kill all you crackers. Bunch of little, and then the F-word slur for gay people. Uh, with your white privileges, bleep you, F-word again. Um, also, a detailed timeline of what she was going to do the day that uh, she went and killed a bunch of people. Um, 
And I again, I I'm not really sure why this was needed to, to stay under wraps. I, I I don't get the motivation other than a lot of people would say, was she you know essentially brainwashed? I mean, this is obviously a, a mentally ill person. Yeah. But when you're going to as she was a liberal arts school, you're reading a lot about you know, white supremacy, about uh, what do they call it, cis het normative whatever evil. Yes. Uh, against basically straight white people. I don't know. Um, a lot of academia nonsense it, that's right. racist toward white people. Is, is that essentially the reason uh, why they wanted to keep it under wraps? Because they didn't want too many people asking questions about rhetoric that we hear all the time. Well, yeah, that's exactly why, in my opinion, they didn't want it out there. And, you know, she had ill feelings toward the school it's a christian school and it's one of the things that academia talks a lot about whiteness christian faith um and i don't know how else you can say it other than you're sort of taught to hate these people and if you are white there's no way out unless you quote do the work which means what in the end agree with what's being taught oh, and yeah. then do whatever someone tells you to do. I hate that term. I mean, it takes me from zero to 60. Do the work. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm Shut not out up. here today to, like, welcome all the children for the children's sermon. But you think about, you know, even growing up in a church, what is taught? It doesn't matter what color anybody is. You love everyone the same. You treat everyone the same. And I thought as I know a lot of us did, that we were trying to get to the goal of a colorblind society until you're told, no, if, you, if you're talking about a colorblind society, that is proof positive you're racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah. What? And you can call well, the what racist. you're saying makes no freaking sense. You have no idea why. <laughs> I mean, none. Yes. You're a colonizer, and there's nothing you can do yeah, other than give up all your stuff. Again, what? these words have no power anymore. They're just used all the time. Yes, and all of this privilege, and you, you know, just rationally think, okay, the kid that grows up in incredible poverty, say, in, you know, wherever, Appalachia, yep. that kid's got privilege compared to the upper middle class Hispanic kid or black kid or Asian American kid? How? Mm -hmm. How does that make any sense at all? No one seems to have an answer for that. No. So, yeah, this goes right in the way of a narrative when you actually see what has happened to someone that has been brainwashed. And again, as you said, David, you're talking about a mentally ill person. Yeah. But for every other mass shooter, when there's a manifesto, I don't remember. And maybe it's happened and I just don't remember when someone has said, well, this is just too dangerous to put this manifesto out there. Yeah. Can you think of one? No, I mean, the Buffalo shooter... Uh, who went in specifically to kill black people at a supermarket. We knew about all of his writings online and elsewhere pretty quickly, and I'm not against that at all. I think transparency no. is key, especially yeah. if we're to believe that if you are if you see something, you should say something. You know, yes. if, you, if you can get any insight into somebody who's about to snap, maybe that would be helpful in preventing another tragedy like this. Yeah, the racist nut that shot up the black people in the church. Mm -hmm. Everyone can agree. Yeah, what what caused him to do that? Where did this come from? You want to know. But it's 
pretty curious why everyone was trying to keep this thing under wraps. Meanwhile, uh, something else making news is this poll that came out, the failing New York Times. And, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Democrats are freaked out right now because Trump is beating Biden by a large margin in, what, five out of the big six swing states? Yeah, swing states. Holy smokes. Yes. David Axelrod, he was Big O's guy, um, was wondering uh, online yesterday whether Joe Biden should run for a second term. You know, he said this sort of thing before, um, but after the poll, he was uh, putting messages out like, it's very late to change horses. A lot will happen in the next year that no one can predict. And Biden's team says his resolve is to run, uh, is firm. He's defied conventional wisdom before, but this will send tremors of doubt through the party. Not bedwetting, but legitimate concern. <laughs> yeah. The greatest concern is that his biggest liability is the one thing he can't change. Among all the unpredictables, there is one thing that is sure. The age arrow only points in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, he and Trump are not that far apart when it comes to Biden with age. But as far as cognitive ability, people on the left can say whatever they want. But people have spoken in the polling. He may as well be 30 years older. When it comes down to remember, it. we were told like early on that that he was he he would be improving his cognitive skill, had the chance of improving. Did they say that? I, yeah, I remember that, that was, with Fetterman. Yeah, yeah. but with Biden, part of him too. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I that with Biden because generally I think everybody realizes that senility doesn't get better. Unfortunately. <clears throat> well, he was drinking V eight, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, a lot of people have noticed it's gotten worse just in the last well, three months. It doesn't get better. I don't, I don't, I honestly, I don't understand why you would vote for him other than you're voting against Trump. Oh, I can't figure out yes. another reason. Honest to God, I can't. But I mean, you do have a lot of people on the left that had thought after everything, there's no way people would elect Trump again. But again, you're talking about a lot of people that are in bubbles, and they only talk to other people that think the same way they do. And we've talked about this. <laughs> a lot of independents have said, man, this country is going in the wrong direction. Every direction you look, it's going in the wrong direction. we got to do something. And you, I know I may not like Trump on a number of different things, but, man, we were better off when that guy was president. And that's kind of what you're seeing. Well, I mean, we'll see where it goes with with Biden. Even today, I have fresh audio here. He oh, really? Forgot, he forgot Barack Obama's name again. President, oh. my boss. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he just he just glossed over it. Listen to this. One of okay. the things I convinced President Lad when I was vice president, I convinced the president to do provide money for high high speed rail. I mean, oh, wow. <laughs> It's Holy like smokes, dude. That's not, that's not even mispronouncing the name. That's straight up forgetting the name of the guy that you were vice president for for I, eight years. That's stunning audio. Wow, That man. may be worth one more play. One David. of the things I convinced President Lad when I was vice president. Holy I cow. convinced the president to do. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes over there like, hey. 
Yeah. And after that, you know what he's really saying. Adios, amigos. You're done. <laughs> You're out. Wow. <laughs> you are done. Wow. Man, man, oh, man. That stutter is coming back. I know, right? And that's <laughs> very serious journalist Scott Pelly on 60 Minutes. When he gets tired, <laughs> his stutter, his lifelong struggle with a stutter, <laughs> yeah. by the way, yes. Yes. starts coming roaring back. To where he forgets Barack Obama's <laughs> One of the things I convinced President Vlad when I was vice president. God. President Vlad? Is that, I, I, I thought he was going to say that for a second. Golly. <laughs> Man, Big O is not happy. Well, for a while, you know when they were hanging out together? Yeah. Biden and Obama? People were wondering, was it affecting Obama just being around Joe? No, 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 no. You just weren't quite sure. Golly. Okay. Moving on. We have audio of Trump. Sorry about that. That was good. Yeah, I know. Okay. He's a jackass. Hey, we're moving on now. So Trump said... Millions of people would still be alive if what happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, Trump gave a speech in Florida, and some media types are very upset by the statement that he made right here. Um, okay. About what would have happened here. All right. Go ahead and roll that. Let's hear it. Why would they be upset? And when you think of it, how important elections are, you'd have millions of people alive right now if the election wasn't rigged. It'd be alive. Ukraine. Israel, the attack would have never been made. All these people would be alive. The cities would be thriving. I mean, those are unknowable things, but it is kind of interesting that, like with Ukraine in particular, yeah, there was a four-year hiatus in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. They that took is Crimea true. under Obama. It's true. And then stopped for four years. And Hamas started this plan to attack Israel just a few months after Joe Biden took office. So, again, I mean, there's a lot of ifs there. If we... Yeah, right, but you don't know. No, but the thing is what they're most offended by is the fact that he said the last election was rigged. Right. That still drives him bananas. Oh, it does, yeah. If you're Hillary Clinton, it's fine. If you're Stacey Abrams, it's fine. But if you're Donald Trump, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. people freak out. And you know what, dude? Uh, On ABC this morning, on Good Morning America, when John Carl's freaking out about the polling numbers, Mm -hmm. uh, little George could not help himself from saying what he said. This would be a very radical Trump presidency, much more so than even the first one. All fueled by a big lie about the last campaign. Yes. John Carl, thanks very much. Yeah. All fueled by a big, big lie. About the last campaign. He's still on that, man. need to relax. I don't know. Listen to some tunes or something. I don't know. Anytime I find a window to, to do the auto oh, yeah. tune version. Yeah. It, 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 yes. and it's too good, man. For the Patriot. <laughs> Those are classics that need to be brought out. They just do. Okay, well played. Oof. All right, there's other stuff that we still got to get to. <laughs> You're going to be singing that off air the rest of the day. Now. It is.
People are like, is that the aha song? Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, just the, it it's the special version of it that you just haven't heard before. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, there's a tourist hotspot that's been closed because of something very disturbing. We need to get to that story. Any news updates? Straight ahead, right? triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed honey come here quick what is it Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. ABC Wednesday. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Lainey Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney. Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. Tanya Tucker with Little Big Town. And more. The best in country music! Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. Yeah, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, you had that clip of Biden forgetting Barack Obama's name. That is crazy, man. One of the things I convinced President Lad when I was vice president, I convinced the president to do, wow. provide money for high high speed rail. And that wasn't it today. No. What? That you know, wasn't it. You know that uh, story he's told over and over again, and I mean story literally. It's, it's make-believe. Um, he tells it all the time about uh, this Amtrak conductor. No, not again. Yeah, he told that story twice within an hour today. Even so the left-leaning outlets had said a little while back, he's got to stop telling these stories that are not true. Yeah, so he's the- got to stop. As the story goes, he had traveled his millionth mile or whatever it was on Amtrak, and this conductor that he knew from way back when congratulated him, and he always says, Joey, baby, you just traveled however many million miles or whatever it was. And then, yeah, even the New York Times like, yeah, that conductor that he referenced retired and then died years before Joe Biden crossed that milestone. So 
It's you not mean a he told the story, story twice in an hour? Twice in an hour. Once while he's talking with, uh, I don't know if those are Amtrak officials or construction workers, and then again during his actual speech. Okay. I got hairy legs. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was part got of it, it, too. Yep, yeah. got it. Thanks for the update, Joe. Okay. Meanwhile, a tourist hotspot is closed. Uh, yeah, several areas of the Lake Mead National Recreation Area in Nevada. Yeah. Temporarily closed due to high levels of fecal bacteria. Oh, gosh dang it. Found in the Arizona hot springs. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. It's Robin's reaction to it that makes me laugh like this. Gosh yeah. dang it. <laughs> Floating around. They're, they're working to improve water quality over the next several days. They'll reopen the areas once water quality meets federal and state safety standards. Mm. Uh, too mm. many people uh, pooping in the hot springs, apparently, mm. or... Yeah, it's not good. Now, in September, a spokesperson for the Lake Mead National Recreation Area issued a warning that a brain-eating amoeba Mm. was found in the hot springs below the Hoover Dam. See, this happens, and I start itching. Why can't science come up with a poop-eating amoeba? (laughs) (laughs) Ew! (laughs) If we could just do that... Get Fauci to fund some research right. on that? No, not him. Yeah. And we'll have a pandemic. Us. Yes. Oh, my goodness, man. Well, thank you for that update. I had it with this dump. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is Mark with Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so Barack Obama was speaking over the weekend about the Israel-Hamas war. Um, you're, it already ticks you off, doesn't it, Scott? Can yep. tell. Well, I, the guy, the thing about it is he never makes anything better, only worse. He's there to stir it up. He's, he, he's playing this both sides thing. Yes, in the end, it felt like he didn't say much at all. He, well, he didn't. But well, then what you he, need to listen to one another. What he did say was nonsense. There's one side that really doesn't want to listen. But, dude, I mean, the whole thing was, well, here's this, and well, there's that, and, <laughs> you know. David, what do you have here? Well, yeah, this is him weighing in on the Israel-Hamas war on Pod Save America and said, you know what? Uh, not only are there very fine people on both sides, yeah, but exactly. you need to understand and accept your complicity in what is happening in Israel. Meaning you, all of us, all of including us, you, Scott. Well, it's always somebody else. It, 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 he does this all the time. He blames everybody. Here you go. If you want to solve the problem, yeah, what do I do? Then you have to take in the whole truth, and you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean. That all of us are complicit oh. to some degree. I look at this and I think back, what could I have done? Hold on a second before he goes into that part, because obviously he was the president. Before he gets there, what does he mean by that? How do you take that? I'll start, David, with you. 
I, I don't know. Is that like arguments that we have in the United States? Because I don't really get a say in what happens in Israel between Israel and Hamas. I don't, Correct. I don't have that power. I'm a guy with an opinion. Yes. And I'm guessing, like most people, you would like to see peace. Yes. I think most would. Well, I think so, too. We all would. Yes. So, If that's a possibility, which it isn't. Well, could you say, at least for the time being, on October 6th, it was peace? Well, it, but there was plans being put together. Yes, I understand. At that point. But then you have this argument about the history of what's happened. And that, to me, is sort of the crazy part, that there are people on the Hamas side that, at least in my opinion, from everything you've learned over time, they believe something completely different of what's happened well, they've over said the last loud. 70 years. Yeah, not hiding it. So, it, you know, Obama could take this moment and say, hey, listen, this, this is how we saw it as an American president and an administration. Here was the history. Here's how we went about it. But he doesn't do that. Because he doesn't want to do that. No. no. And anyway, he goes on. During my presidency, to move this forward as hard as I tried. I've got the scars to prove it. But there's a part of me that's still saying, well, was there something else I could have done? That's the conversation we should be having. Okay, so you had that with yourself. What would you have done different? Right. Well, he doesn't say it. No, he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe also, you know releasing billions of dollars to a murderous, re murderous regime in Iran that funds atrocities like what Hamas did. Maybe that yeah. was the wrong call, Big O. Maybe you could say yeah. that. Yes. That's what you'd like to hear from him. Like the decisions you made, were you trying to make us weaker? Because it did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you happen to see this. The stronger statements from Democrats in Michigan. Because... Rashida Tlaib is from there. And, David, you had uh, the clip earlier. And, man, I mean, she's not hiding from who she is. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024. Mm -hmm. Saying cease fire. And if you don't change your mind, Biden, we're not going to back you. Who are you going to back? That's a great question. Donald Trump? Probably not. No. But because of that hole from the river to the sea, I mean, that's eradicate the Jews. Yeah. Yeah. And so some Michigan Democrats spoke out, um, including the attorney general. Who has supported her. In a nestle. Yes. Several yeah. times said in, in the social media post, I have supported and defended you countless times. Yep. Even when you have said the indefensible. Right. Because I believed you to be a good person whose heart was in the right place. But this is hurtful to so many. Please retract this cruel and hateful remark. Then the Michigan State uh, or Senate President, Jeremy Moss, a Democratic senator for District 7, said, This is not how Jews view the phrase from the river to the sea. This is not how Hamas used the phrase from the river to the sea. Hamas uses it as a rallying cry. And they don't simply want to displace Jews in Israel. They want Jews dead. Hamas killed 1,400 Jews in just a few hours. They're holding 200 plus more in unknown uh, conditions. They would kill all 7 million Jews in Israel if they could. And if you can't imagine that happening, read a history book. 
He goes on. This phrase preys upon the psyche of Jews. There are less than 16 million of us living in the world. Fewer Jews are alive today than the eve of the Holocaust. Just about every Jewish person you know lives where they live because their family escaped certain death to get there. One of my great-grandfathers came to Detroit via Ellis Island alone at 17 years old. He wrote back home to Russia begging his family to join him, sent them money. They never came after World War II. He never heard from them again. It was pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a bit of a civil war right now in the Democratic yeah. Party. I mean, to me, it's the voice of reason against the voice of terrorists. Well, you know, you, mm. didn't, you didn't tap these people down when you had the chance. You let them go. There was no oh. penalty to anything the squad ever said. Ever That's said. True. No one penalized them. No one tried to correct them. You let them go. So, again, if the child is allowed to play with matches, it will eventually burn the house down. I, you know, Idiots. I, I, I can't help but have my cynical side come out, though. Mm-hmm. And in the case of some of these politicians who are finally clapping back, I mean, Dana Nessel even said, I have defended you even when you said indefensible things. Yeah. Yes. I can't help but also connect the dots that the more Rashida Tlaib and, and her ilk speak, the more younger people who are more sympathetic to the Palestinian cause listen to her, and the more likely they are to just not vote in 2024. And I wonder how much of it really isn't about standing up for what's right or standing up for sanity, and how much of it is saying we might have a problem with a younger voting demographic that we need to vote for us in order to win elections. I've heard some people that I would respect as far as in the political world, you know, much bigger brain than me ever, said it may come down to Biden choosing Israel or Michigan as far as the election. Like, wow. Because if they lose all of the Muslims in Michigan that have said, we're going to not support you, Joe Biden, unless you call for this ceasefire, that he would lose the state. I don't know. We'll see. Chances are, I would bet, Joe's not going to be around a year from now as far as a presidential candidate. You I can't still, see You still think that he's going to... I don't... Somebody, they're going to replace him at some point. That uh, somebody parachutes in. I think so. Okay. But we'll see. We got bets on this. We can get to that later. Yeah. There was something else that happened over the weekend, and I, I guess we could use this, I guess, as a cautionary tale. I didn't realize it when I came in today. Um, Robbins has had a goatee for a long time. Oh, God. And it's gone. Yeah. Gone. It's gone. And then he said, you know why it's gone? I'm like, now you're just tired of it? And this is the cautionary tale, that if you're thinking, hey, it's a little gray there, a little color might do. Be very careful with the color you pick out. You know, well. Did you not read the box that it was black? I looked at the guy on the box and went, yes, that's exactly the color I want. You died. I did. I didn't know. I just, I just thought, well, it, it's reflective of the color of the guy on the box, right? Hey, Cam's having a coffee. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, a minute. Wait a minute. You dyed your goatee jet black? Yes. That's incredible. Yes. I look like an idiot. I look <laughs> you I did. Look, you look like, <laughs> like an evil mastermind, man. Yeah, I did. And I looked at myself. 
You know, I did what it said. It said put it in the little. T- I did that. Mixed them together. Blah blah blah. Brush it on. Blah blah blah. Now let it sit for five or ten minutes. Did that. Yeah. Go in the shower. Don't touch it. But go in the shower and just hold your head up and let it drain off on you. Right. So I did that. I towel dry. I still don't know what the outcome is. I look in the mirror and go, "What in the hell is going on here? It's black, jet black." I think it says it on the box. It it probably does, but again, I didn't. Re- I looked. I just looked at the guy on the box. Right. I want to look like that guy. So. Anyway, um, I looked at it. They, and I, they have the style that if you're gray, it's sort of like over time, I think. That's what I've used before. I've I used it know. a long time. Well, but I mean, you, you can use that sort of thing that is like sort of I just not a I, stark difference all at one time. I just made a decision at that moment hmm. that this has got to go. And I knew it wasn't <laughs> going to wash out because it says on the box it's not going to. So I, I just picture you, though, scrubbing that I thing. Went, I did. Trying to get the Get it out. And it wasn't. <laughs> the thing is. It wasn't coming out. It was just getting on my hands, which I still have on there. Because that won't come out either. Yeah. So now your your hands are dyed black, too? Well, I, most of it's off now, but it yeah. took me a while. I mean, I, it did take a while. And I got the alcohol out, rubbing alcohol, and I got my hands. Now it's like a two-hour process. So I just put, I just lathered it up, shaved it all off, and went, well, I'll see what happens. I, I mean, I got a very Yogi Bear look now going, but that it being looks fine. But you didn't even notice it. That's my point. Oh. Nobody noticed it. What were dudes? Nobody went. Oh, <laughs> hey man, I see you shaved. You know, and I'm, I nobody noticed. If I'd have noticed, I would have said, "Well, what's the deal?" or something. But now I'm just like, you know, <laughs> just thinking. <"Arr." laughs> exactly. Did you get a selfie of it with the black? No, hell no. Oh, dang oh it. man, I don't want evidence of my idiocy. Yeah. I already told you guys. Oh, yeah, I want to just like one day you should have shown up looking like a Bond villain. Dude, it, but it was, je- I mean, it was dark jet yeah, black. That, it yeah. wasn't like a tone of black. It was boom. I know. And then I think, well, maybe I'll go buy some more and mix the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> right? I don't See, know. you don't want to do that, man. I told you this story, and we don't have to go into it. It was, what, 1986? And it was, it was going to be like a blonde, like a platinum blonde I was going for at the time. And it did not work. And oh. I looked and I was horrified. And I, I told my sister, can you change it back? And she tried to change it darker and it ended up orange. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a bad move. Just went as a pumpkin this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh dang it. I had a horrible weekend. That was just part of it. That was just part of it. Well, thanks for sharing, man. You didn't have to share that. And got a nice laugh out of it. I appreciate it. All right, we got to get to a news update. Straight ahead right here. The holiday season is all about family, and it's a good time to remind ourselves of how important our responsibility is to protect the ones we love. That includes planning to secure their future. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind. It provides a safety net, so if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. 
Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give it to them. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much money you could save. That's policygenius.com. That's policygenius.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. ABC Wednesday. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Laney Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney. Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. Tanya Tucker with Little Big Town. And more. The best in music! Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David, you were talking earlier about the Trumpster and this judge going yeah. back and forth. Entertainment for all. It's pretty wild, man. And, I mean, what did you expect? You know Trump's not going to take this just lying down. Oh, no. And apparently the judge started yelling, this is not a campaign rally, blah, blah, blah. Go you need to comp uh, control your client or I will, all of this nonsense. It's all showboating because th this has to do with the uh, state of New York's uh, case against him that he overvalued his business assets or his home, yes. like Mar-a-Lago and whatnot. The, uh, as you pointed out before, as we've talked about before, and anybody paying attention to this knows, the, the weirdest part about this actually going to trial in New York is that nobody is claiming there was a victim. That's it. Like, he allegedly overinflated the value of his properties in order to secure funding and loans that were repaid. So there's no victim. Nobody's mad about it. But Letitia James ran on this. Right. Got to get him said she was going to get him somehow, some way, and people see through that. That's why when ABC or CBS reports that it's unbelievable the support for Trump, even though he's facing all these indictments, because a lot of people kind of see through what that is, especially this one. So keeping an eye on that, you had another update. Yeah, and this has to do with the Covenant School shooting that happened back in March, where Audrey Hale entered the Covenant School outside of Nashville and murdered six people, including three children. Um, and people have been wanting to know what was in her manifesto. Mm -hmm. Apparently she had journal upon journal of information that may shed some light onto, as to what happened. Yeah. So Stephen Crowder got a hold of at least three pages. He published three pages of it. And it's a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, wanting to kill these kids who had white privilege and, I mean, just a whole lot of... Insane. Little crackers, she said little a lot. Crackers, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, just 
she's a crazy person, obviously. Uh, she had detailed a timeline of what was going to happen on the day that uh, she did this. And now uh, Nashville police and folks in the state of Tennessee are getting ready to uh, make some sort of announcement uh, as to whether or not these are actually part of the manifesto. It seems like it is uh, because, according to Phil Williams with um, what news organization is he? He's a local uh, reporter, NC5. Um, <laughs> he's spoken to some sources saying that it's, quote, extremely misleading. Because people who have read the whole thing say there's something in there for everybody. Um, you mean she, like she hates everybody? She hated everybody is, is what he's reporting. I mean, my only question is then, well, I have two. One, well, who did she go kill? And so that seems to really matter a lot yep. based on what was released. Um, and then uh, why not just release the whole thing then? Exactly. Why do you want to hold any of it back? We'll see. We'll see what they say. Um, I saw this little piece of news, if you want to call it news. I was thinking to myself, what a scam. Um, there's this growing trend, apparently, from some interior designers. So, you know, one Christmas tree is just not enough no. for your home anymore. No. What? Yeah. You've seen this guy? Oh, yeah. And are you saying no because you're not, it's not going to be happening at your place? No, no, my place, no. I had a little bit. I got. I'll take my tree out of the hall closet, set it up. And that's it. <laughs> they say especially if kids want one for their room, you should really get it for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just stop it already. Yeah. Uh, knock off the nonsense. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today. If there's one, sorry. I know. She's kind of know. obsessed with this whole thing of like put a tree in your kid's room. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're just not really going to get the Christmas spirit if you don't do it, please. I mean, are, you, are we talking a full-size tree or like one of those little novelty trees? I think it all depends on who's selling the tree. How big right. the bedroom yeah, is. Right. Yeah, right. I don't know. I've, I've Whoever got... the interior designers are getting paid by right. to say this. <laughs> exactly. I've got, I've, I mean, I've, I've got three cats, two toddlers, and an 85-pound aging dog. I'm not putting up any more than one tree. If you do, we just need cameras running right. all the time for the hilarity. It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to get to a news update. You got your big three, Scotty? Yep. The Robbins Trifecta coming up right here. Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. You know him, Scott Bow. Robbins. Okay. Uh, so this Trump case in New York, David, it's got some drama. Not a big surprise. Yeah, th this is the New York civil fraud trial against Donald Trump that he apparently, I don't know, uh, overinflated the value of his properties in order to secure financing for other projects. Um, and I mean, again, the weird thing is there's not really a, a victim in this, but you know, the, the New York attorney general, Letitia James has campaigned on the idea of getting Trump for something. 
Well, um, and Trump's lawyer alluded to that. Yeah. Well, Alina Haba, she is frustrated. Yeah. Well, he, he testified today, mm-hmm. and the judge basically told him to shut up uh, because he was uh, turning it into a campaign spectacle or whatever. This whole thing is a campaign spectacle. Yes. And so if you want to hear what she had to say, this is, in, uh, by the way, and Robbins said she's attractive. In your own way. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly am I being paid as an attorney? And why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used in this courtroom? The answer is very clear. Because Miss James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar. Call the company fraudulent and make a name for herself. She said this morning that the numbers don't lie and they won't lie in this case. Well, Miss James, I have a message for you. The numbers didn't lie when you ran for governor. Oh! Oh, ba-boom! Oh! Yes, indeed. On the offensive. Yes. Yeah. And that's why you dropped out. And the numbers don't lie when President Trump runs for office in 2024. And those numbers are loud and clear. This country is falling apart. And if we don't stop corruption in courtrooms where where attorneys are gagged, where attorneys are not allowed to say what they need to say to protect their clients' interests, it doesn't matter what your politics are. Everyone has a right in this country to get up and put a defense. Well, okay, now that may not mean a lot to a whole lot of people. And call me crazy for this or way off. But in my mind, all I'm thinking is independents see this. And they're not too sure. And maybe they had a bad taste in their mouth about Trump. And they don't like the what he puts on social media. Or some of the crass things he says. All of those things. But also, no, man, I was way better off and felt safe for four years ago. Hmm. And this does seem like a circus. It really does seem like they're out yeah. to get him. Because it's clear to a lot of people with this particular case yeah well to me i mean there's a lot of uh folks weighing in on this saying you know antagonizing the judge is a bad strategy yada 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 i in this case i i don't think it really is because you know that in new york uh with this particular judge in this particular setting you're probably hosed no matter what Mm -hmm. If if you're trump it doesn't matter what kind of defense you put up you're you're screwed and so you might as well come out swinging to try to win in the court of public opinion or at least get it out there as much as possible how messed up this entire process really is so i mean to me i I think yeah i mean in normal circumstances i think when trump is going off on you know some of the the federal judges and whatnot that may be a different ball game altogether but in this case especially because it's a civil trial not a criminal one. Mm-hmm. What's the downside? What do you think, Scott? I, I tend to agree with David on that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it hurts him at all. No, I don't either. I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everything you think is going to hurt, the guy never does. Ever. Yes, it ends up turning around. I mean, how many more things favor, can so. they throw at him to see what sticks? I don't know. I'm sure they're not done yet. Oh, no. No, I'm sure they're not done, but 
This is interesting, the way this has gone down today. All right. Are you ready for your big three, yeah, Scott? Let's go. Let's do it. Roll it out. Are you ready? One, two, three. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' top three stories of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. Well, all weekend, I waited for you. Nothing. Got you. Not a thing. Nothing. Yes. No college football. I'm ready. No pro football. Nothing. I'm ready. Three. Yeah. Number three, a uh, guy got kicked out of a football game for displaying an Israeli flag. Yeah, this is more than just a guy, too, by the way. This is Democratic power broker and New Jersey businessman, a guy by the name of George Norcross. He appeared to be kicked out of the game between the Eagles and the Cowboys because he was displaying an American Israel flag over his suite, which he, by the way, gets every year. Okay. Lincoln Financial Field is where he was. The interaction appeared very tense, and then he was ushered from his seat, and the flag was removed. He confirmed in a statement to a former New Jersey, uh, or to the New Jersey Globe, that he was forcibly removed and is considering legal options. He said, yesterday, I was forcibly removed and assaulted by the non-police security staff at Lincoln Financial Field and the Eagles for refusing to remove a 3 by 5 American and Israeli flag I'd hung over the box. It was the one I was sitting in, he said in a statement. He says, a longtime passionate fan, a season ticket holder. I've watched a lot of Eagles games and make clear strong statements on very numerous and important civil justice issues. I stand with Israel, as I stood with the Ukraine. So, okay, are they saying that they they have some policy about flags or something? Uh, po- with political notions apparently attached to them. I wonder what it would be like if he had the Ukrainian flag. Or the BLM flag. Then it probably would have been all right. Just fine, thank yeah, you very much. I'm guessing, yeah. Now, I, I do enjoy watching liberals eat themselves, though. Happens I really every do. week. I like to dip that in ketchup first, please. Yes. <laughs> Scott Robbins, trifecta top three yep. of the day, up to number two. Uh, number two, I love this story. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. Indiana woman messes up her own hate crime. This is almost impossible, but she did it. Ruba Almagath is 34. She was arrested on a preliminary charge of intimidation. That's a level five felony, by the way. She, ad- she intentionally crashed her car into a building that was displaying a Jewish symbol. We'll have none of that. Turns out it was a building belonging to the black Hebrew Israelites, an anti-Semitic hate group. (laughs) She screwed up her own hate crime, which is really hard to do, but she faces punishment. (laughs) Wow. That's hilarious. And the countdown continues. Weirdos all over the place. Just weirdos. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three. And finally, one. You want to talk about California hospitals and masking. Yeah, mask mandates are returning to California. Despite the fact that COVID has become an, uh, well, endemic disease. And there's little reliable evidence now. There's anything other than just virtue signaling nuisance going on, but it's happening. Barrier hospitals uh, say the institutions are reinstating their mask requirements out of concern of a triple-demic. There's other respiratory diseases out there as well as COVID. So if you walk into the doctor's office or hospital in much of the Bay Area, you'll notice every single staff member must have a mask on. That started, by the way, November the 1st. So it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. 
Now, if you go into these facilities, you too must be wearing a mask. Welcome back. We just stepped into the time machine. We're ripping it back three years from now. Okay. Just because I want to make sure that I haven't seen any other news stories out there as far as the efficacy of masks. <laughs> they don't work. Well, no, they don't work. That's why it's... Is there is there new it's just virtue research signaling. out there that says that they do? Is it a particular kind of mask? It makes no. people feel better, I guess. Yeah. But you've seen, you know, on the flip side, that if it's some sort of surgery and it's the N95, you're trying not to, you know, get bacteria into somebody's wound, that sort of thing. Right. But as far as for you yourself wearing the mask, mm -hmm. breathing back in, all this stuff from the mask is not good for you, especially long term. Like if you had to do that all day, like everybody had to do for quite a while. They just put those beekeeper hoods on them when they go in there. Again, it's so strange because it, there's a certain amount of people that still think that this is helping. There's got to be some sort of disconnect. Let me ask and you. I, and sometimes I'm like, do I forget something where they yeah. actually came out with a definitive study that the masks work? If mandated, will you wear one again? Where? Anywhere. Not planning on it. Okay. I'm with you on that one. I'm not planning on it either. No. I leave myself a little wiggle room there. Well, I mean, what are we talking about? That we're going to get fired? Oh, I don't think we're going to get fired for it, no. Well, you were, you were asking the question. Will no, you refuse? Well, Say it's what if you that get fired? or you're going to get what fired, if get fired? What if you get fired? I'm not planning on it. Okay. Are you? Maybe the David Van Camp show. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the last one to do it. <laughs> yeah, That's no, true. I'm not yeah, doing it. He's not going to do it either. No. You would do it if it meant your job, Scott. Jamie, yes, I need the money. <laughs> Boy, how, bills to pay. how quick you caved on that. Holy mackerel. I didn't say I'd wear it. What if it was? If Scott, you got to wear the mask in the building or you're fired. Well, let me think about that. <laughs> give the answer is a give yes, me. I'll do it, of course. Yeah, I mean. I know that I, for you. I, I mean, I'm, for me, well, no, I'm not doing that. You're going to get fired. Well, yeah. says the one with two kids at home. Daddy lost his job. Guy's got a lot of skills. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. He could be a roofer <laughs> the next day. I don't think anybody wants that. But, yeah, there have been a lot of people that said, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I just, I, I fear. Show me the study where it, it doesn't work. I fear this is all going to come back on us right around election time. I, there's so many people that are just not going to do it. Yeah. And there you have it. Yes, the Scott Robbins yep. trifecta, top three of the day. Thank you very much. The... Awesome as always. All right, we got to get to uh, another news update. And then, of course, Nimrod's in the news. Um, you know, if you're going to carjack somebody, like use an Uber, do you really want to use your regular name? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Come on. Thirty-six thousand. 
25-1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. ABC Wednesday. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Lainey Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney. Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. Tanya Tucker with Little Big Town. And more. The best in country music! Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, news update, David Van Camp. Oh, it certainly seems like now uh, officials in Nashville have confirmed that, yeah, Stephen Crowder got his hands on at least three pages of the Nashville Shooters uh, manifesto. Audrey Hale being the uh, young woman who went and shot up Covenant School, uh, private school, murdering six people. And they and, tried to keep this manifesto under wraps. They yeah. didn't want anybody to see it. So well, what do you suppose... There was somebody on staff there that's like, people need to see this. And they leak it. Yeah, so now the uh, Nashville mayor's office has confirmed they are working with Metro Legal to determine how those images were released to anyone. Hmm. So they find out that person's fired, obviously. Uh, yeah. But then the question is, because they said, well, the, some of the manifesto that has been out there is misleading. Mm-hmm. Because it was only talking about her hatred of what white people, upper middle class yeah. white people, especially at this particular Christian school. Yep. But they're saying she hated everybody. Yeah. So right. then are they going to release the rest mm. for us to see all of it or not? Don't know. Uh, no. But we shall see. Okay. Um, it's a good thing we're getting into Nimrods in the news right now. So we need a little extra time today. Oh, after the weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. when the going gets tough, damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. We start in New Jersey. Oh, this is terrible, man. I don't know if you heard the story. This custodian is accused of contaminating food. 
and kitchen utensils in the school cafeteria mm. with saliva. Okay. Urine. No. And feces. No, All geez. Right. All right. Okay. Giovanni and Pelizzeri is also being accused of spraying bleach into a container of food that was later served to kids with the intention of harming the students. What the heck? I know. So there's a local story about it. They talked to uh, parents, a few students about these, you know, different accusations. It's awful, man. I covered my mouth and started crying. I had no words. I mean, what can you say to a situation where somebody was doing those disgusting things in the school where yeah. your child's supposed to be safe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about you whiz on old Sparky? We fire that up. But... <laughs> there you go. Oh. They talked to a little kid. It made me feel disgusted. Oh. Like, that was just nasty. It is sad. Another mom, she's mad. That's bodily fluids. That's That could make my child. That could kill my child. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there sure. You, you, you wouldn't want to contaminate, you know, anything that would be used to serve the horse anus chili oh. that they serve mm. at public schools, but whatever. Yeah, he spit on the bread. He wiped bread mm. slices on his Well, stuff. what is going on here? How long did this go on? Peed in bowls? I don't know. They got him, though. That's you know, good. You know what? The last time I ever bought food at, at a uh, school when I was in high school was because I was in line, uh, and I saw the lunch lady over the, uh, the, the, the nacho cheese. Yeah. She bent over, and I saw a big glob of sweat fall in. Oh, the... <laughs> And I don't, I mean, as a sweaty guy, I understand you can't control it or anything, but I'm like, you know what? Yeah, but you don't want to eat it. Prepackaged food from now on. Yeah, but if it's your own sweat, it's okay, but. Mm-hmm. By the way, just a side note, did you know today is National Nachos Day? Really? Oh. I, I was thinking about having some later, but. I... Not now. <laughs> Not now. I think I'm good. Lots oh, yeah. sweaty sweat included. <laughs> Then, next Nimrod out of Miami, Jeremiah Charles. He's 19. He carjacked a Lyft driver, drove off in her Toyota Corolla, and he started punching her from the back seat till she got out. That's how he did it. Okay. The reason we know his name is because he ordered the Lyft under his own name. No. Stole the car after booking a ride through the app. What a duck. So she just gave cops his info. They tracked him down and arrested him. Facing charges for robbery and carjacking. He should. And then this is an odd one. And these are not related, but a 20-year-old dude in Atlanta is recovering from being shot. He said this stranger approaches him, says, yeah, I want to buy some weed. He says, I don't have any weed. Boom, shoots him in the leg. Then you had a guy in Pennsylvania that did a ton of shrooms, forced his way into homes asking for help because he thought he had been shot, but he hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Nimrod's in the news.